In just a moment, you're going to hear a pre-recorded interview I did with Lisa Haven. Just a terrific interview with a terrific investigator. And uh, first, of all, I have to apologize. I was really under the weather when I conducted the interview, and now I'm coming out of it. You hear it? I feel really, really good. But I want to take a minute here to talk about some things that are going on with the Common Sense Show. Number one, at the end of, uh, oh gosh, March, oh, a week from today, we're going offline for a couple days with, you'll be able to access the articles and we're going to preload, but we're going offline because we're going to a new website. I was sabotaged and uh, I had to seek out new people to run my website and we have just a terrific guy doing it. And uh, also I wanted to let you know, we're really ramping up our podcast on Megaphone and on the new website, you'll have access to be able to pull those up and listen to our podcast on demand. So no more, where do I find Dave if I can't listen live? Well, I just told you. And I think that you're really going to find this beneficial. You're going to love the new website and its design, thecommonsenseshow.com. Now, here's my interview with Lisa. Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we're the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And I keep being reminded daily, I got to work faster. Well, helping us work faster, we bring in good guests like Lisa Haven, and we're going to be talking to Lisa in just a moment. But first, I have to tell you that there are people that make this broadcast possible, this segment, and they are in order. Preparewithdave.com, best storable food out there, 25-year shelf life, 70% off, restaurant quality. Don't wait for the bad guys to make their move, people. You remember in the Depression, two to seven million people starved to death. Don't put your family in that situation. Go to preparewithdave.com for the best deal that's out there in America. Secondly, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. And speaking of the depression, you don't want to end up like my mom's side of the family, holding the bag on real estate, hotels, and banks. And they went totally bankrupt. You need to diversify. And the people at Noble Gold can help you with that. They're really good at it. And not only are they really good at it, they're really inexpensive. You need to give them a call. You owe it to yourself to check this out. The number is 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And then finally, we are brought to you by who I call King Prepper, my good friend, Bob Griswold, who you hear a lot on this show. Bob owns ready-made resources, and I just love Bob, not only because his products are great and reasonably priced, and they are, from night vision to water filtration, he's got everything you'd want. But here's the one thing he does that separates himself from everybody else in his business. When you call him and you go, hey, I'm a beginning prepper, or hey, I'm kind of halfway along in my preparations, he'll work with you individually to help you get what you need. And he has financing available on the big items. There's no one doing business like Bob right now. This is why I've been advertising for him for six years. This guy is great. People thank me every day for turning them on to him. ReadyMadeResources.com. Well, someone else I'm really fond of too. And she just keeps putting out good work after good work, great investigations, doing what we're all trying to do is to wake up America so we can say, hey, we need to take a stand together because our country's in trouble. And that person's Lisa Haven. Lisa, thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here with you. Well, there is so much going on. I mean, I can't believe. I mean, I remember my wife said to me, Lisa, when I got involved in this business, she said, I hope you never run out of things to talk about. We, she and I laugh about that comment now, um, but but there is no shortage of real critical things going on, and you're on top of so many of them. What is number one on your list? What's the one thing that you think every American should need to know, and we're not paying enough attention to it? 
I think um, what's happening in, to President Trump right now with all these various probes, you know, you've got Russia, you've got uh, the Democratic Party now claiming obstruction of justice by Trump on numerous occasions, filing uh, file after file in conjunction with um, some of the censorship that you and I, and I bring this up because I think it is an important issue, but when I go to my hair salon or I go to get my nails done or, or I go to the grocery store and talk to the tendant there, no one realizes on the outside world the level of censorship and the things that are happening right now to us. And to give you the latest example, I'm sure you've talked about your channel, uh, instead of just being you know, removed from the internet, downlisted on on YouTube, Google, Facebook, Twitter, all of these working in conjunction, which they shouldn't be. Uh, we also now have everyday uh, organizations like Chase Bank, uh, like PayPal, like Uber, actually downlisting political advocates, just not people who are politically violent or volatile in any way. These are people who are speaking out in support of President Trump and exposing every everyday things, a a, a corruption within the government. I mean, just your standard political uh, news journalists. These are the people that they're starting to to censor. And I think these are the number one issue that is going ignored that shouldn't, because in the end, it leads to a society of bondage and a society of control. And we're headed 90 miles an hour into that direction. Oh, we absolutely are. In fact, I, I don't know if you've caught this or not, since we're both in Arizona, but Perry High School in Southeastern Valley of Phoenix in Chandler, Arizona, uh, has suspended students on a day called uh, Celebrate America Day, part of their Spirit Week. So they rode, they they wore MAGA clothing, Make America Great. I mean, we're talking shirts and hats and the whole thing, and people were encouraged to dress up and honor America. These kids got suspended by the administration for honoring the president on an America Honoring Day. Excuse me, <laughs> uh, uh, did, is my logic left at home today? I don't get it. And then, and then the principal came out and said later, he said, you know, we had to suspend them because wearing that clothing was a safety issue. Yeah, a few of the people called them racist. So what they did was they punished the victims of a harassment crime instead of punishing the people who were doing the harassing. And this is what we got running our public schools. Exactly. And it seems to be a common theme. Um, The Southern Poverty Law Center is doing similar things. There was a a case a while back, and I just read about it this morning. Um, And it was a while back, so forgive me, I don't remember the names, but there was the... A, a, a young man who was gay who went on a shooting spree, right, killing people because he was mad because they were anti-gay or felt like they were anti-gay. So what does Southern Poverty Law Center do? They took that instance and said, okay, it's um, now considered a hate crime to be anti-gay versus, so basically they took the side and said, oh, we're going to basically make the victim a bad guy versus the actual shooter so it's just this twisted society that we live in it's just 
any ideal, not that it's good on, on either side of the fence, but the, the problem is they keep making something out of nothing, like wearing the MAGA clothes. That's full support of the president, full support of our country, and they go after the people wearing it, like you said, versus the one who have actually committed the crime against them. All logic tells you, go after the one that has committed the crime. And, and, and it's just like we've gone into a new age, and I I don't know, almost a parallel universe yes. in the country that I live in. This isn't the America I grew up in. And, 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 you know, I'm not very old. And here we are. I mean, I'm scared to death what tomorrow looks like for our country. And I have to tell you, Dave, there's sometimes I sit behind my computer and I wonder, why am I doing what I'm doing? Does it make a difference? Does it matter? And, and you know, obviously, I keep doing what I do to get the truth out in hopes to wake up some people. But there are just those days you go out there and you're like do they even want to know do they care what happens when they do find out what are they going to do are you know i mean it's i wonder what the straw will be to wake up the people when we've already crash landed into george orwell's 1984 book times 10 you know but i mean to have a bank uh, chase bank has already i think it was lower Lo- laura loomer uh, joe biggs rebel media gal there and a couple mm-hmm. others that they're saying we won't do business with you how is that legal for them to tell a political activist, we're not going to have you as one of our members, you know, we close your bank accounts, this isn't going to work for us, and the same thing with Uber, and the same thing with PayPal, which should be guaranteed to you, just like electricity, unless you're not paying the bill, right? But instead, they've delisted them, downgraded them, and removed them from their platforms as if there's some kind of criminal. You see, Chase Bank isn't even doing that to people who rob banks or people who are murderers or people who are pedophiles. They're allowed to have a bank account. So you're telling me that a political person, just because of their views, is a worse criminal than someone who's gone to jail for murder or rape? I mean, give me a break. That's the level we're seriously at. Well, they, they must think that we're worse than pedophiles, and that's why they're doing what they're doing. With PayPal, I think they can do what they want to do because they are a um, private entity. Banks operate under federal regulation, and I would think this would be unconstitutional for them to deny business because of political um, free speech. In fact, now that I think about it, PayPal is national. So yeah. therefore, they fall under FCC and other um, international, excuse me, interstate guidelines. That I got to think about this. I think they're breaking the law. I don't think I, legally they can do this. I believe, I, I agree with you, but the problem is nobody's doing anything. They don't care to fix it. They don't want to fix it. And, and they're not making headway on it. It's like, okay, you want to do that? Great. I'll turn the other cheek. I'll turn the other way. I won't I won't make a fuss about it. And no one yet has made a fuss, fuss about it. PayPal has kicked off, I don't know, 20, 30 different political activists only on one side of the fence. And they're not even extreme people here. I mean, like they got rid of Alex Jones. And he's not someone out there, you know, going out there on the streets. Let's start a civil war. Let's, you know, he's not... In, inciting violence in any way and neither are the people that they're removing they're just simply saying you're not allowed to talk because of your voice we don't like what you have to say and you're done and same with uber you'd think if anybody gets banned from uber laura loomer got banned for quote unquote 
um, uh, talking against Muslims. At least that's the claim of Uber. But why don't they ban people for speaking out against Christians or speaking out against Jews or speaking out against whatever your race, color, creed or religion is? No, they just pick one thing and say, you can't ride. But yet... They'll let full-fledged criminals get in an Uber vehicle because the criminal check is done on the Uber driver, but not done on the people getting into the car. So it's just like this, what kind of sick, demented world are we in? And, and I think what we have to start doing is bringing attention to things like that somehow and uh, making it more of an issue to start waking up some people who are sleeping out there. Well, the key would be for people, excuse me, the key would be for people who are sympathetic to our position to withdraw their money from these people. Don't do business with them. That speaks louder than anything else. But the problem is, is we're not making any headway. And it's because of the mainstream media. They won't cover this stuff. Um, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Um, the Jesse, Jesse Smollett case, I think we both agree it was a false flag attack designed to incite race riots, and it was a contrived event. And the police agree because they've charged Jesse Smollett and the two Nigerians. Here's what's really interesting. The lawyers who are representing the Nigerians have ties to Peru, distinct ties. And I can't get into the government source who's given me all this information because they would be severely disciplined. But the name would be known if I said it. And the ties are to the Sanchez Paredes cartel by way of relatives. This is what we're getting. And I'm going to invite them on to try to refute the charges from their end. And this is our operating hypothesis that this was an international plot involving Rahm Emanuel, these lawyers. Okay, these lawyers do parking tickets and they've been disciplined for it. One of the lawyers used to be a stripper. One of the lawyers came out of Fort Collins, the head of Agenda 21, Ickley and all this stuff. And we think that this person was set up to run cases like this. I, I could get into more intrigue, Lisa, and we'll talk about this more at a later time. Here's my point. All this information is readily available. I've pulled it off public information sources. People have helped me get information on this. This is a huge international scandal. It was a massive false flag that was designed to be followed by other massive false flags. And they won't even cover the fact that Jesse Smollett's been charged now. They, they said one day of it and they're done with it. It's the mainstream media. That's my point here. My point is, and what you're talking about with YouTube and censorship and PayPal and deplatforming as well as Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo can facilitate child sex trafficking and they can pay a 500 million million dollar fine but nothing happens to any of their people and it doesn't get covered in the media no the media is complicit 100 percent complicit yes, exactly <clears throat> and they all really i, I mean i think i i agree 100 percent with you dave when you said you know i believe they're starting to uh, class warfare and race riots and race wars it's obvious now uh like i'll give you an example um pelosi the other day told moderate democrats hey you're not allowed to vote with the GOP. Stop voting with the GOP. Joe Biden was also told the other day, I, he gave a compliment to Mike Pence over some foreign thing that he had done. And the Democrats came back and bashed Joe Pence simply for giving a positive comment. I mean, uh, they bashed Joe Biden, excuse me, simply for giving a positive comment about a Republican candidate there, you know, our, our, our Mike Pence. And so what are they trying to start 
start here. Like you can't have one comment be positive to another with, between Democrats and Republicans. You can't simply vote on something that you probably re- agree with as a Democrat with a Republican on. I mean, I can't help but ask the question, what are they trying to start here? Are, are they trying to divide this country to a point where there is no, there co- no, no coming back? It's like, uh, uh, it's in your face anymore uh, to see what these people are doing and how bad they're actually pushing it. And I, and I used to think, oh, it's surface, but a- as we go more and more, I'm not convinced of that anymore. I'm more convinced that they're trying trying to pit class against class, group against group, and the Bible does talk about that. It says nation shall rise against nation in the latter days, and if you look up the actual word for nation, it's a ethnos, ethnic group against ethnic group. And so it's very clear that in these latter days you're going to have ethnic group fighting ethnic group. And, and it's an unfortunate thing because we were in such a good place. Uh, there wasn't hardly a, as much of a racial tension before Obama. Sure. But magically after Obama and now with President Trump, everything is being screamed as a race race issue. And and like you said, the the Jimmy Smolton case, uh, I mean, um, <laughs> Jimmy Oh my God, <laughs> Jesse Small. Jesse Small. Oh, okay. I did mention I have a little bit of a cold. That's but funny. That's so funny. I don't even know where that. I like came. your name for him better than his own name, um, <laughs> but it leads to a bad joke, and this is a family show. Um, anyway, I just, um, you know, Van Jones. Uh, you know, Van Jones, a radical guy, yes. supports Obama. He came out and complimented Trump on CNN. He said Trump does care about. People people's addictions. He has helped the poor. He's done some things to reduce African-American incarceration rates and the length of the prison terms. And he was saying something positive about Trump and he got crucified. And here's what's funny. I reported on that on YouTube and they demonetized me before the story even published. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This, this is what we're... And people who are listening and you're, you're not really aware of the censorship that's going on. It's not about us dropping F-bombs on the air or saying unbridled things about people that aren't true. It's about us reporting the truth that doesn't come from a liberal perspective. And so they say, nope, you're not going to be allowed to say that. Absolutely. And they keep it at a slow boil. Uh, like we reported, I think, last time we were on your channel about YouTube attacking, you know, conser- I'm not conservatives, but conspiracy theorists. Now they're also, in addition to, uh, they're going to start labeling conspiracy theorists as part of the problem. Now, I came across an article on the New York Times the other day. It was actually terrifying. Uh, but this article basically stated that if you are a conspiracy theorist, then it's possible uh, you are more likely to commit a crime and you're basically a nutcase. So this is an article from the New York Post s- saying that if you so much as bend your ear to a conspiracy theory, you're more likely to commit a crime uh, and more likely to act out, which is just a bunch of uh, it's made up stuff. But then they went on to list what they deemed as conspiracy theories. And believe it or not, you had, of course, the birther thing there. September 11th was in there. Uh, Princess Diana and, and stuff surrounding her. And then they went on to list Robert Mueller investigation as if it is now a conspiracy theory to say Robert Mueller's investigation on Russia is a complete sham. 
And that's exactly what they said. So the bottom line is they can deem anything they want. They can deem Jesus Christ a conspiracy theory. They can deem the color blue a conspiracy theory. It's a wide open door. But the fact of the matter is there's so many things that have come true over the years. But now this is just one more way that they can viciously attack uh, you and I and other people speaking a political truth. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And, 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 And today I even read an article. And this one, I, I mean, I, I was almost in tears, but um, it was about the what's going on in China with the social credit score you've talked about, uh, you and I have both talked about, but the social credit score, it went on this report, it was out of Asia, it's a report out of Asia, but it went on to basically say how we already have it in the form of FIOA, our, our credit scores. No, what's, what's different, there's a big difference because one's based on social media and like your socialness and the other's based on, you know, uh, other things. But the bottom line is the article went on to basically paint it in a very positive light and that everyone should be more like China and implement this social credit score. And I'm thinking, how sick of a world do we live in? And they went on to lie and said the Chinese people like it. Oh, really? Millions of people in China like being grounded from being able to fly bull. It's just a bunch of bull, but this is the way we're headed in America, uh, 90 miles an hour, and it terrifies me. Wow. I, I'm, just, Which, I'm, just, I'm just listening to you talk about this, and it, it's, it's like we're in the twilight zone of reality. You said parallel universe when we first started. You are so correct. I mean, this is devoid of logic. Do you know in the old days... The Republicans and Democrats would yell at each other on the floor of the House or the Senate, and sometimes they'd call each other funny names, and then they'd go to lunch together. (laughs) That used to happen. I remember this. I remember in my ninth grade uh, civics class, we used to talk about this, that here in America, we're not perfect, but we handle our differences pretty humanely compared to the rest of the world. And I remember those as examples. And now we look at this and you got people, you know, and this is kind of going back a year, but you got Democrats that are basically inciting violence against Republican staffers and don't serve them, get up in their face, said Maxine Waters. Uh, This is just lunacy what we're looking at. I contend that we're already in a state of civil war. We just haven't started piling up the bodies. What do you think? I think I have to agree. I think a lot of people... Um, don't realize it yet at that level. You know, uh, I think there's different levels of civil war. I think we're right in the beginning thrust of the battle of information. Who's going to get the word out? Who's going to get shut down? And I think in the end, if we're going to get shut down, there's going to be so much uh, pushback from that. At least that's my hope. But we've got different forms of it. Take, for example, what's happening, I think, in, in New Jersey or Missouri or one of the one of them. I know New Jersey is one where they've put all these red flag gun laws and these new gun laws where the sheriff's department are told to go ahead and confiscate those guns, those major guns that they're now banning from the citizens and the local people in the area. Good news is there are many sheriffs and and, and police officers 
police officers who have refused to go door to door to gather those guns from people who are innocent, people who follow the law. And these are things we're seeing. So we've got different actions from different states. Here in Arizona, uh, Doug Ducey the other day really ticked me off. I don't know if you knew about this, but he said that he would back anything that comes through his office that made uh, vaccines mandatory. And I think he's going to get a lot of pushback from something like that. But we've got all these things hitting us in in multiple different directions. And then we have the straight up attacks on the president, uh, a fake attack. I mean, attack after attack. It's like a never ending uh, you're under investigation, Mr. Trump, uh, and it's yeah. not going to stop. It's, and the thing is, and a never-ending attack on just supporting your president. I mean, this is really, really a bad situation that we're in. And not just these attacks, but then you also mentioned the fake attacks, uh, like Jesse Smollett. We have him. We have the Covington Catholic boys who they lied about on, on, on national TV, twisting the story. And we have literally, I think it's Andy Nogo or NGO. I don't know how you say his last name, but he has over a hundred some odd fake accounts where literally (laughs) people on the left have tried to, uh, make up things about Trump supporters and conservatives to attempt to basically incite a race war. There's one woman who went and reported, hey, there was a guy dressed in a MAGA hat. He pulled off my hijab. And so this went all over the news. Turns out the thing was a hoax. And so all these different hoax stories and they're multiplying. Uh, I think there was like 10 in 2016 and then it was like 30, 40 in the next year. And now here we are just months into 2019 and we've already got like 50 some on in the beginning of this year alone. Uh, I mean, there, there's obviously someone paying or cutting deals underneath somehow to incite some kind of tension here at the domestic level. Well, I'll even take that one step further. I said this to a group I was guesting at, and I said, you're talking to someone who is pretty liberal when it comes to immigration for a conservative man. I said, we need a million workers in our country right now. And the president has said exactly the same thing. So you're talking to someone who favors immigration. I would tell Trump, put your money on hold for the wall, build all kinds of courts down by the border, process the good people in under a month, and let's get these good people to work. Meanwhile, let's screen the bad guys. And then I told this story. And Lisa, this is where I'd like you to respond because I can't think of an answer. On Channel 3, our local independent news, and it's the most popular news in Phoenix, they ran two stories back to back last night and one story was the story about um, Trump being opposed in the Senate as well as the House and the emergency declaration isn't probably going to go through for him and they acted like that was a good thing no emergency at the border and then the next story they ran the very next story is a 30-day continual sequel on fentanyl crossing our southern border and killing hundreds of Arizonans and by gosh we need to do something about it but wait a minute in the previous story you just said there's no problem at the border so what the hell is it and then and then I bring this into it with those dynamics out there why a Nancy Pelosi would oppose screening people when we're going to fast-track immigrants for jobs and we're showing we're a humane multi-ethnic nation and we're honoring our creed why she would oppose that to stop fentanyl and people dying in our country I can only think of one thing she 
and these others have to be making money on it. Nothing else makes any sense. Oh, 100%. I think there is. I mean, there, there's been things they've been busted for multiple times in the past. We could probably name a few off the top of our tongue. Uh, but the truth is, I think not only are they making money out of it, but I think there's also promises within the United Nations. There's globalism. There's globalists. And one of the agendas is to keep an open border. And... If we don't have that border open, then it's going to be harder for them to accomplish what they want here in America. Because one way that we have to falter is from within, according to your globalist creed and your Agenda 21, your migrant pact, which I'm thankful that President Trump did not sign on to that migrant pact. It's, It's absurd. But here, if we have that open border, ultimately, not only are we going to have a breakdown of society, but every other country that has these open borders at this level is now, uh, you know, have massive amounts of crime. Rape has has been rabid in the country. Uh, it's becoming more third world by the day. Uh, there's sicknesses that are running rampant throughout the country. I mean, we just don't, we, we have to think of all the repercussions of it. I'm all for doing it legally. You know, I, I, I think that brings good citizens and, and people who want to contribute to our society. Uh, but with these open borders and what they're wanting to bring in, we can very much see a re- repeat of what happened in Sweden and what hap- what is happening now in Europe, specifically in Germany. Uh, and people are starting to get fed up with it. And I think, um, you know, I used to live in Austin, Texas, and there in Austin, uh, you know, I grew up in the area. It was a great area, I remember. And uh, I go back now because I still have family in the area. And when I go back, literally, it's not the state or, or city that I once knew. There's high jibs everywhere, Muslims, and, and they're just walking all over the place from invading in at the border there. And not just that, you know, it's just, it it's went downhill times, I don't know, 100. And it's a less of a safe city today than it ever has been before so there's a lot of things i I think we have to keep in mind but uh, they're definitely making money there on the democratic ticket which is why they keep pushing it second reason they push it is it gets them votes because nobody else wants to vote for the party they know better right we all know better there's democrats are few and far between anymore so they have to bring in a force in order to gain their votes and they know it and then Mm -hmm. also not to mention the globalism yeah and when you talk about that we even get the dogs barking in agreement so (laughs) (laughs) that's uh but the the bottom line is here is people who are hearing us for the first time and i've learned that i really need to not take for granted that i've got all my consistent listeners and i'm sure you've got to that realization because i get people writing me questions that tell me they're kind of newcomers to this fight and to people who are listening for the first time listen i'm telling you the problems we're talking about here if anything lisa and i are understating them i mean they're really in some contexts even more severe than what we're presenting here and what people have a hard time getting their mind around and i do too is the fact that we're under attack from so many different directions and it's all simultaneous it's not like we're going to take down the country and crash the stock market okay it's not that simple or we're going to open the back door and let the russians invade you know that kind of that's it's it's everything together they're attacking our food supply they're attacking the water they're attacking our political system they're attacking our military they're trying to take down our president i mean we could go on and on and on 
it's a full frontal assault to take down America. And when you talked about immigration being like Sweden, that's the goal. They want to have replacements. They want to replace the dominant culture that understands the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and they want to replace it with third worlders that have no idea and will accept a dictatorial global government. Absolutely. And I, I want to add to that uh, what Steve Bannon said. I put out a report the other day uh, and Steve Bannon, who is, you know, the White House, former White House chief strategist to the president, and, uh, f- executive chair there to to Breitbart News or former one. Here's what he said. And I'm going to read his quote. Exactly. I think 2019 is going to be the most vitriolic year in America politics since before the Civil War. And he went on and I include Vietnam in that. I think we're in. I think we're in for a very nasty 2019. He also said, I think the next 90 days to four months is going to be a real meat grinder. I mean, the pressure on the president is coming off from many different angles. I think you've already seen that from what the Democrats, some of those reports that I've been dropping here without telling anybody. I think that now they control the House. They can weaponize this. They can weaponize the Mueller report. Now, that was, uh, you know, sh- the short version of what he had to say. But I mean, I agree. We're about to go through a literal meat grinder with the releasal of this Mueller report. Uh, nobody really knows what's in it. Nobody uh, knows, you know, what quote unquote Russia findings, if any, because they have yet to provide any solid evidence. But yet here we are. And I can only imagine that things are going to get more uh, volatile this year with the release of that. I mean, just think about it here. It comes out and you're going to have one side fighting against another. It's evident. It is. I, I totally agree with you. It's self-evident. And my frustration, and I, I know you probably feel the same way as I do, it's so clear for people who have eyes to see and ears to listen, but so many people in our country don't even care to look at it. It's like they, they think tomorrow's guaranteed and we don't have to fight to keep what we have. Absolutely. Let me, I don't know if you know this earlier today, I was doing some research and I found on, uh, I think it was Michael Schneider's end of the American dream. He put this up and I was like, I was shocked. Uh, but there is actually right now the Mueller report, the full report. There's a book that they're advertising for sale on Amazon. I saw that $12. Yeah. $12 for the final report. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This hasn't even been been officially approved by William Barr for releasal. <laughs> Isn't he supposed to go through it I and just, then allow it to be released? I did this question, right? Oh, I'll race you to publication because I just did a podcast that's set to come out tomorrow. And I don't care who's first. That doesn't matter. The word is getting out in multiple channels. I, I put down Mueller for sale and I reported <laughs> on this. And the date the date is, May, is March 26th. So this is kind of like a pre sale of tickets to a lynching and it's incredible you know if trump is such a clear and present danger why isn't this information being given to the house select committee on intelligence and they're acting on it immediately instead we're turning it into a circus event yeah, and, and the Washington Post even had a, had a book for sale on the Mueller report. I'm like, really? You have one for twelve? That's the one from the from the Washington Post on the Mueller report, which hasn't supposedly been released. And then there's the other one. This one was a if you want a discount, Dave. It's nine thirty seven. 
<laughs> releases on March 26th, but this one's supposedly written by Robert Mueller III and Special Counsel Office of the U.S. Department of Justice. So it's like, I, I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come out with two more publications. I'm sorry. I, I've got to do this. Uh, I'm actually redoing my website, and I am going to have a, um, um, a commercial exchange on it. And I think I'm going to need to put two publications on there. One, uh, again, and I've reported this three times on my website with documentation, a Russian memo and a State Department memo that shows that Mueller was the first man to deliver highly enriched uranium in 2009 on behalf of the Clinton Foundation to Russian officials. That's treason. It's a capital offense. And then we also have Mueller connected to using Whitey Bulger, the mafia Oso murderer, and people got murdered so he could keep him as a live source. He kept him in play while people were dying so he could advance his FBI career. And when Bulger goes to prison and this information surfaces, he's dead the next day. I think we need some investigations on Mueller. And I think I want to sell them. I'll sell uh, mine for eleven ninety five. I'll go a little cheaper <laughs> than, than Lisa. I've had it with this stuff. I can't take it anymore. I just want to pull my hair out. Me too. And the average person doesn't know the things that we're looking up. They hear the mainstream media report about, oh, there's a dossier on President Trump, but not a mess- message or a word of Christopher Steele's fake, you know, of it being fake by, or the fact that it was uh, funded by the Clintons, you know, or uh, funneled through Obama. I mean, none yeah. of that. And so everybody thinks we've got this Russian president, but they're not following the, t- the details. And then the other day we had Cohen's testimony and he said, I've never been to Prague. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, you admitted never having been to Prague, yet that was one of the reasons for the investigation into Russia, because you went to Prague, quote unquote, to make a deal for President Trump, but you never went to Prague. Or and then he also confirmed Trump was never blackmailed with any tapes. You know, that was brought up, too. But none of that by the mainstream media. It's just this twisted view uh, of them doing whatever they want. And, and, and we know that they're in bed with the deep state. This happened ever since Project Mockingbird, you know, back in the day. And and the ties have never left. They're in bed with the CIA, the FBI, the deep state. The media is selling for the deep state. And, and it's just disturbing and sickening. So I just, you know, I want to encourage listeners out there, if you watch any of mainstream media, turn it off because they're not worth the time of day. <laughs> Did you see the latest? Uh, uh, Cohen's lawyer is asking for a pardon Oh, I hadn't seen that yet. Yeah, that came out, oh, 90 minutes ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, great. Asking for a pardon. I, I, I just, I'm beside myself with this. I yeah. mean, you, well, go Cohen there, you wrote- lie about the president. You, you lie about your lies. And by the way, I said that Cohen lied about his lies and YouTube demonetized me before the publication. And all these things happen. And it's like the public just doesn't get it. But Lisa, here's the deal. I do have sources and you have sources, but even without my sources, I can report on 90% of what I report on. The average person could find out the same things that we know. For a time, I think they're starting to limit them and push them unless they know the sites to go to because our sites don't come up anymore. Yours don't, my don't, Drudge Report, Breitbart, none of them. They're all delisted and downlisted, but as long as we get the actual names of these websites out to people, I think we can wake them up and get them onto what's going on. Well, since we're right there and we're topical and we got more things to cover, but let's go ahead and give out your site so there's no misunderstanding. 
Yeah, if people want to check me out, um, you can go to lisahaven.news. It's my website. I've got a newsletter there that you can subscribe to or YouTube. Just plug in Lisa Haven and I should pop right up for a certain amount of time anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you for a certain amount of time. And I'm at thecommonsenseshow.com. And I'm also on Megaphone. And I have listings on my website on how to get there. And that's the podcast platform that we're putting many of our interviews like this on now. Um, I want to read to you this title. Uh, and I delayed the publication because I figured I would have trouble with YouTube. And it's due to come out. Oh, geez. And we're pre-recording this. It's due to come out tonight at 10 o'clock. And it says, Van Jones vilified for complimenting Trump. Well, I'm sorry, but CNN reported on this. I mean, that's where I got the story. I didn't have to go any further than CNN, the Communist News Network. And I'm demonetized before publication. Van Jones vilified for complimenting Trump. Where's the objectionable material? Yeah. Why aren't they banning CNN? Because that's where I got this information. See, people who are listening for the first time to Lisa and I on this, this is what we're talking about here. It's okay for them to say it. But when I say it, oh no, we can't let Dave Hodges report the truth. People might start listening to him in other areas. And you get the same thing, the exact same thing. And it's just mind-boggling what happens in the games they play with us. Lisa, I had a deal, and and I want to get back to the issues, but tell this quick, uh, I want to tell this real quick uh, YouTube story. I I woke up one morning, and my overnight broadcast had about 80 comments on it, and probably, oh, uh, somewhere around 400 likes and maybe 10 dislikes. But according to YouTube, I had zero views. (laughs) yeah that's happened to a few of mine now there's some kind of weird thing that's going on Uh, same with me i had i don't know 100 500 some odd comments by the time and it was zero views i'm like well (laughs) what do you do i guess they don't count people from other dimensions see i think that's what happened i got out my ouija board and spirits came in from the other dimension they made comments they went away but because they don't reside in this dimension youtube won't count them that's about the only thing i can think of to justify how they don't know that i know they're screwing with me (laughs) it's it's crazy what the liberals go to and what they believe in and and here's the, the other thing too and i want you to speak to this um at least in a Republican Party, and I'm not a Republican, but at least you can talk about God and Jesus. The Democratic platform now forbids it. Are you aware of that? Yeah, they forbid a lot. I mean, now you can't even vote along with a Republican, according to Pelosi. Like, you can't even vote anything that they're for. Uh, but that, that I get, you know, that's my hope so far. At least we have one party still standing and and having the ability to be be a Christian. But I don't think it's going to be that much longer before they say you're not allowed to be a Christian and be in politics. I think the day is coming. Or in the media. Oh, yeah. Or in the media. Can't be in media. Can't be in radio. Can't be in Hollywood if you have anything to do with Christianity. However, every other religion is OK and acceptable. Just not that one. And uh, and we're already kind of there. I did a report the other day sharing about uh, some of the things that are happening here in America, attacks on Christianity. I mean, it, it starts first and foremost with what's happening with the, the babies, you know, n- wanting to kill a baby right outside the birth canal. Like the Democrats have basically said that that's OK to do. It's OK to murder a newborn. 
This is this is this is life and death of something that we're talking about. Uh, but it's principles within Christianity that are getting attacked first and foremost. And the next step, I think, is to remove them altogether. Well, what I think we're looking at here is if when you have a a country, a society, a group that will murder babies, they won't hesitate to murder you. I have to agree with that. And I wonder, this uh, eugenics program, this is eugenics. Bob Griswold uh, is an advertiser on the show, and he told me he did this with great hesitation. He put on his Facebook page the uh, um, a decapitation abortion as the baby was coming out the birth canal. Now, he made people walk through about three steps before they could view it to make sure they really wanted to view it. At least I'm sorry I viewed it. Um, I, I felt like it would make me stronger in my conviction and my dedication to the Lord and my work if I would watch this. And I've had nightmares over this. But I saw it with my own eyes, a forceps decapitation. I think Bob has since taken it down because it's so horrific. If they're going to do that to people, and they're people at that point, that are just being born, what are they going to do with the elderly? See, they're working out of social Darwinism. They're working out of Herbert Spencer's Fabian Socialism, that if you don't put more into their society as they see fit, they can do away with you. And I think the elderly are next. We're seeing um, euthanasia laws in Portland and Milwaukee. And I think we're going to see a whole lot more. Then are they going to go after the infirm, the, the people who are mentally retarded, the people who can't physically care for themselves? And you know what nation did that? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's possible. I mean, the way that they're headed, 100%. Like, I, I think we'll get there. And I and I have to add to that. I think one day we're going to get to where it's okay to be a pedophile and where it's okay to, 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 you know, have sex with animals. I mean, I honestly think that we're heading in that direction. Uh, we're going more socialized. And under socialism, whatever you want to do, acceptable. And, you know, we have, we have Democrats right now, 64% say the Democratic Party supports socialism. 64% of us here. So people are actually waking up and seeing some of these Democratic principles being, you know, I mean, these socialist principles being pushed in. But with, with all these socialist ideas, we have social justice warriors being birthed, pushing for everything you just talked about and, and it's getting worse and let me add one more thing this is a little bit uh, off topic here uh, but I want to share it there are some candidates on the 2020 uh, a race election here that are pushing for race-based reparations yes race-based reparations I wanted to drop my jaw to the floor okay who exactly is gonna get this let me guess okay so what if you're mixed right half you have a Hispanic and a black parent or you have a black and a white parent, how much do you get then? Or what if you're like kind of down the road, how much does that person get? Or, you know, this is like never ending. So I thought about this. I said, what they're actually trying to do, number one, they're gaining votes because there's no way that that's going to pass in Congress, at least not now, maybe later it could. But they're absolutely pushing for votes, offering the scam of free handouts to people in order to get votes or two in the end if they were to push race-based reparations there would be so much money funneled out that we would literally be a socialized society this is like a a new form of call it universal basic income via race-based reparations so i think under that banner you know, they could use it to implement socialism because there's 50 million some odd today and, and it's never going to end. And it's just like th- that would literally destroy our country. And I think that would literally cause a race war. 
Well, I think there's no question. Um, you're showing up at my house or my bank account to do what? Uh, and, and the other thing is, too, is, is I also did a broadcast on this, too. And I made the point that the Democrats were the party of slavery. It was a Republican in Abraham Lincoln that ended slavery. People don't know their history. And nope. it was the deep state, deep south Democrats that enslaved and kept people on the plantations and sold them as animals. Um, that's If you want to look to who should be paying the reparations, it's the party of Ocasio-Cortez and Nancy Pelosi. 100%. 100%. And AOC makes it, she she just crazy. That girl is crazy with all her, her green deal talks, by the way. Uh, but the, I think the gang green deal. Yeah, the gang green. That would literally destroy our country. And meanwhile, she goes pouting around in jets and everything. Meanwhile, she wants to, hey, no planes allowed because there's no fossil fuel. Well, then why are you flying in a plane, AOC? You know, or why you eating hamburgers or, you know, th- th- that's the whole that that's the whole thing about socialism. They say one thing and do another with the other hand. It's like she has to know that she's full of crap, I guess, <laughs> that one thing that she's saying and then not even following through with her own words tells you that her system isn't even possible. I know I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. The, I think at the end of the day here, what we're looking at is we've got people that don't care if they're consistent. You see, I have a theory about what's going on in the Democratic Party. And uh, I, I'll just express it very quickly here as we're near the end. I think that we're seeing the leftists allowed to go wild with the Democrats. So someone like Hillary, who's more centrist than they are, can come in and save the day for the 2020 election. I think this is all posturing right now. Absolutely. It could be. And and I'm praying for our country for the 2020 election. And I want to encourage everybody out there to do that, too, because I have no idea where we're headed. And I think it is going to get crazy once this Mueller report gets out. And I don't know the repercussions that that's going to have on the 2020 election, but I can guarantee you that the Democratic Party is going to come out and attempt to impeach him yet again. You know, I think that's a given. Because this is something they've been pushing since the day he got elected, since before he got elected, really. And bottom line, they want to push him out because he's a nationalist. He loves America. He's a patriot. He's trying to save that our country. And the Democrats do not want to save our country. I can't see how anybody wants to vote for them anymore. I think if everybody actually knew what was happening, they would wake up. There is no Democratic Party or even Republican Party for that matter, but the Democratic Party is long gone dead. They're socialist, communist people attempting to push a Chinese-style government here in America. That's why they're in bed with half the Chinese. That's why the Chinese now control our TV, our media, you know, everything that we're watching on TV. You can't even say a negative thing about China or China will come bite them in the butt. I mean, this is this is a level... Uh, that we've gotten to and the Democrats are making it worse for everyone in our country. They ought to, they ought to learn their lesson with Obamacare. Everybody's health care quadrupled or tri- tripled to quadrupled in price. That's your Democratic ticket. Increasing your uh, taxes by 70 to 80 to 90 percent. That's your Democratic ticket because they're socialists. They're not Democrats. They're socialists. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Lisa, we're near the end here, and I wanted to give you an opportunity again to give out your contact information and provide people a way of following your great work that may not be as familiar with you as a lot of people are. Yeah, um, people can look me up on lisahaven.news. That's my main website. I publish all the videos uh, that I do there on that website, and you can uh, subscribe to the new letter, newsletter. Excuse me. And then um, you could also find me on YouTube. Just plug in Lisa Haven, and I'll pop up. That, that sounds great. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on. You have an open invitation anytime you'd like to come back. To everybody else, stay tuned. We're going to be back with another great segment. Our thanks to Lisa Haven and our thanks to you for being with us here on The Common Sense Show. Don't forget to visit our website, thecommonsenseshow.com, our megaphone site that you can link into for our podcast that's listed on our website. And of course, our YouTube channel, as long as they don't continue to demonetize and remove my videos. Anyway, that's it, folks. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks again to Lisa. Stay tuned.